to the Teach Happier podcast. I'm Suzanne Daly, your delighted host. Let's get into the healthiest headspace and heart space for our upcoming week working in schools, whatever our important role may be. Last week, we recognized that a fully lived life is going to have happiness and joy and it's going to have pain, disappointment, and failure. So we considered Arthur Brooks's idea of a failure journal. And that's just a way to reflect and celebrate what we learned from that failure and eventually evolve to a place of gratitude for that failure. And so this week is another simple shift in thought. For those of you who know me just by the book and podcast, you may think I am Miss Positivity with happy thoughts 100% of the time. For those who know me in real life, you know that's not the case. I am human and some days I'm on, some days I'm off. Now I can tell you the time I am never the best version of myself, like never ever. In fact, I believe I am at my worst version when I feel one thing. Rushed. When there is just so much to be done and not enough time and I can't figure out how I will accomplish what I need to, I'm just not a great version of myself. Psychologists call this a high hurry state. And when I am in this high hurry state, I'm not fun. I'm not that nice. I have a very short fuse. I can't make sound decisions and I'm overly reactive. I wouldn't want to be around the high hurry version of myself. And so I wonder how many of you are nodding right now. I can't imagine many of us are good when we feel rushed. Princeton University did an experiment with seminary students to prove that when we are rushed, we struggle cognitively and therefore cannot make sound decisions with patience, kindness, or presence. Here's the experiment they did. This group of students had to share a piece of writing to a group who was waiting. So all the students had their pieces written and they were prepared to share. The variable was how much time they thought they had. They took all the students and put them into three groups. One third of the folks were told, you're late. They were expecting you a few minutes ago. You better hurry. It shouldn't take but just a minute. They were the high hurry condition group. The second group, they said, the studio assistant is ready for you, so please go right over. So that was the intermediate hurry condition. And the final third, they said, it'll be a few minutes before they're ready for you, but you might want to head on over. If you have to wait over there, it shouldn't be long. This was the low hurry condition group. Now, as each student walked individually from the preparation classroom over to the studio to share their writing, they would encounter someone in their path who needed help. The person appeared destitute, was slouched, had trouble walking, like clearly in need of assistance. The researchers wanted to see which of these three groups was more likely to stop and help the person. In other words, who would make a sound decision with patience and kindness and who would struggle? I bet you can see where this is going. 10% of students in that first high hurry group stopped to help. 
45% in the second intermediate hurry group helped. And then 63% of students in that low hurry situation helped the victim. Basically, those who felt like they had more time were able to use their cognitive space to make a rational decision. In a lower hurry state, we are nicer. We have better tolerance. We can make sound decisions. We are appropriately responsive. This is due to a phenomenon Princeton researchers call narrowing of the cognitive map. Isn't that such an interesting way to say it? Narrowing of the cognitive map. When we feel rushed, we miss details and we're not present in the moment to notice what is really important. And we don't make the most beneficial choices for ourselves or others. In other words, we kind of shut down, which is exactly what the experiment showed us. One of the fundamental things we understand and celebrate in this Teach Happier space is our brain and our mind are trainable. We are not stuck with our factory settings. So the two-degree shift in thought is this. When we feel rushed and hurried, which we will, let's try to notice when we are in that high hurry condition. Noticing this little small shift in thought will absolutely impact our actions and language. Let's use headlights as our metaphor. When you're driving on a dark night and our headlights are on, you're only looking at what's directly in front of you. And that helps you focus on what's important and allows you to figure out your next right thing. We don't have to think about all the things when we are in a hurried mindset. Let's try to pause slow down, turn on those metaphorical headlights, and see the things directly in front of us. Let's notice when we feel rushed, and let's slow down to focus on what's directly in front of us. Small shifts bring the biggest gifts. We'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to this week's Teach Happier episode. If you'd like to connect further, hop on over to suzannedaily.com or catch me on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter.